Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corona Quandaries, the podcast where we will explore the lives of everyday people, but learn things about people that you don't hear every day. I am your host, Tony Mastercola, and I'm here with my first interviewee. Uh, would you please tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm a full-time student at UW-Whitewater. Um, my major right now is elementary education with a minor in English education, so I hope to be a teacher. Um, I'm in my freshman year right now. Uh, yeah. Perfect. For first question, um, were you anticipating something like COVID-19 to happen, or did you think it would be a similar situation to like Ebola, where it was a disease that you heard of on the news, but it was never really something you had to worry about? Um, well, that's a good question, because I remember leading up to um, like all the colleges and stuff closing, um, I would talk to my roommates and people in my dorm about it a lot, and I remember in 2009 when um, the whole swine flu epidemic camp uh, happened and I remember it being a big issue, but I didn't remember it being as big as this was because like uh, a couple people that I knew had had that, but it wasn't so like impending as this is. Um, and then same with Ebola, like you were saying, um, I think in the beginning, probably towards like January or February, I thought it was more just kind of like a, well, it'll go away. Um, I don't think we'll have to worry about it too much. But I think that uh, as it grew and grew, getting into February and March, that it became a lot more real. Mm -hmm. uh, you were kind of talking about school. Do you think, obviously this is a serious issue, but do you think colleges as a whole maybe yours specifically, but also as a whole, they have treated this good or bad so far? Um, I can't speak for all colleges, but um, I think with the UW system especially, I think that we've handled it uh, fairly well. I know that the first school to close was UW-Milwaukee because they had a um, possible case um, from a professor there. And then mm -hmm. almost immediately after that, day by day, um, almost every other UW school started to close. I know with our school, um, we were given an email that said you have until Friday of this week to move out, uh, get all your stuff out. And like, if there was people that couldn't leave due to like being out of state or had to catch flights, then they could stay for a while. But I think that for, mo for the most part, we've done a good job in making sure that we're being as safe as possible and getting everybody in a safe place. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely, a, there's really no perfect right answer with dealing for something like this. Mm -hmm. As for people that live in state, uh, it's quite easy to pack up their stuff and leave within a day or two. Mm -hmm. But especially for international students, and even those who live near Asia, maybe even in China near Wuhan, where this all started, if they have to go home, they're not going to be able to come back. Mm -hmm. which is, I think, um, uh, is why they moved on to online classes so they wouldn't have to worry about something like that. Exactly. I'm fairly certain they're going to move to pass-fail. I don't know if uh, the UW system is, but kind of elaborate on how you feel on the pass-fail idea and whether you think it should be optional, if it should be required, and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of hard for me to think about now because it's different because um, just being in freshman year of college, um, that's a change in itself. But then moving to online classes and then to possibly pass fail. I know our university right now is um, considering uh, going to pass fail uh, classes 
which I don't think would be a terrible idea. Um, I get fairly good grades as it is, so I'm not too concerned about it. But then I don't really know how I feel because I don't think I know too much information on it, uh, whether that be how could, how could that like affect my GPA and getting into like, for me, I have to be admitted into like our specific college of education. Like how does that affect my GPA in that way? And so it's more of a kind of like a learning curve. So I'm not for or against it really. I think when more information comes out, um, then I'll have a better opinion. But for right now, I don't think it would be the worst idea because I know that like online classes are completely different for all of us. And I know like for me personally, I've taken a couple online classes while also going to in-person lectures, which has been fine. But when you turn all of your 15 credits in the online classes, it's kind of difficult to, you know, get yeah. a grip on. So mm -hmm. I don't think it would be that bad of an idea. Yeah. Uh, still on the topic of school, uh, socially wise, what is something that you won't be able to experience now that Corona has shut down most schools in America? Um, well, for me personally, um, my routine has changed completely. So I mm. would get up, I would go to class. Um, I'd grab lunch with a couple of friends maybe, or study with a couple of friends. I would go to the gym, uh, with my neighbor every single day. Um, and it was kind of nice for me to just get out of my dorm, socialize with the people I want to socialize with. On the weekends, I would go to my friend's apartment. We'd all hang out. And it's weird now because I've been taken out of that completely. I feel like I haven't gotten to, like, finish my experience of freshman year and get to, like, kind of say goodbye or not even like goodbye for like a final, like I'll never see you again. Obviously I'm going to see them next year, but it's kind of weird to just end so abruptly. And I remember yeah. it hit me when we were all moving out. We got the email and we're like, okay, we're going to leave. We're going to go right now. And my neighbor packed up all of her stuff. And she's like, I'm going home. And I'm like, Oh my God, she's going home. I'm not going to see her for a long time now. So it's kind of weird in that sense. But um, I think Along with that, when I think about kind of the pros to that is I get to be home with my family, which is really nice, but not being mm -hmm. able to see my friends from school is kind of difficult sometimes. Yeah, that's a very common feeling with a lot of people is it was so abrupt and just out of nowhere, literally days notice we have to move out. And there were, there were people uh, in my dorm where I was living that literally had to throw away futons and couches Mm -hmm. and bags full of stuff because they just couldn't take it home because they had multiple days to bring it through and move in through multiple hours and trips, and they had to go home that day, so they had to throw away so much of their personal items. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think are some hurdles, uh, that us as a society are going to have to get over to overcome this whole pandemic? Um, I think that personally, I think that, um, a lot of blame is being put on people that aren't following every procedure correctly. And as much as I think that we have to be as safe as possible, this is something that most people 
are like have not had to deal with. There hasn't been a world like worldwide pandemic that's killing thousands and it's it's like it, there's no perfect procedure for what's happening right now. So mm-hmm. I think as a society we have to step back and realize that people are doing the best that they can. People are still trying to live their everyday lives while also being as safe as possible. Just don't go to the grocery store every day and act like everything's normal because everything isn't normal right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that the criticism coming from people um, that are so, that's so harsh, like, Oh, how could you be going out? And how could you be with these people? And mm-hmm. it's, people don't really know what's happening right now. People don't know how to deal with this. And I think mistakes are made and we're just trying our best right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, elaborate a little on how you feel the media is treating this pandemic. The media is, I think, kind of the same way that I answered the last question. I think they're also trying their best. I do think that in some cases, the media is kind of glorifying this more than they should because obviously, and this has been a thing that's happened over you know decades of the news, is when there is a big news story, It's whether it's tragic, say you take a a tragedy like a school shooting or something like that. The media glorifies it to the point where you can't get it out of your head because they're getting the money from it. And mm. I think that could apply the same way here. Um, is I think that we should be informed of what's happening, but I think that information should be directly from sources like the CDC um, and making sure that we have like facts. I think a lot of what's happening now is that a lot of things are kind of like editorial opinion-based situations that the media is just trying to keep going with to make more money um but i think some sources that are telling you about like the facts i think those are great and Mm -hmm. i think that we should continue doing that um do you think the media has um do you think the media is having an effect on how society is part of society is overreacting over this or not overreacting? Or do you think that's just part of a mass hysteria that will naturally come with something such as a worldwide pandemic? I think um, part of the hysteria comes from the media um, as well as social media, because I know like people will, I know a lot of people believe anything that they read on Facebook and Mm -hmm. anything they read on Twitter or anything they read, you know, anywhere on the internet. And I think a lot of that hysteria is coming from people reading something and things and information changing day by day and them not knowing what to do when a lot of that stuff is could be made up. I know for a while there was a thing going around that's like, oh, if you want to test for corona, um, you should hold your breath for 10 seconds. And if you start coughing, then there's something wrong with your lungs or yeah. stuff like that. And if you drink water, it'll flush the virus out of your like body. Cause it'll hit your stomach acid and it'll evaporate and stuff like that, <laughs> which was completely like debunked by the of CDC course, and everything. But I remember it spread like wildfire and I had, I checked Facebook, I checked Twitter and so many people were talking about it. And I'm like, this was disproven. And people are freaking out, like, oh, my God, I'm coughing, and I'm not drinking enough water. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you, I think people need to step away for a second and just think about, like, okay, this is a big deal, but I shouldn't be reading as much into it 
as I am because I know that a lot of people get themselves worked up and get paranoid when that shouldn't be the deal. Of course, of course. Um, tell me, what is something specifically that you need to be aware of during this pandemic that every day other people may push under the rug as insignificant or unneeded? Um, well, uh, personally, I think that people need to be aware of like their everyday actions and the people they're coming in contact with. Like I know for me, I went to the store with my mom and we made sure that we had like gloves when we touched everything. Um, we usually will like check how many people are in a store to see if we have to bring masks or something or like wear our masks or, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But I think people need to realize that precautions need to be taken to save and help people because the big thing right now is you know people with compromised immune systems and people that are already sick and for me it's like it's very personal because my grandma um is sick right now and i worry that if i come into contact then my parents come into contact and then my parents come into contact with my grandma and then it's this whole spread it's all about, you know, stopping the spread, flattening the curve. And I think people kind of push that under the rug of like, oh, well, I'm young and healthy. And if I get it, I won't die and stuff like that. But I don't think it's about dying. I think it's more just about helping, like, you know, being there for your neighbor, uh, helping your community and not spreading this any further than it has to. Mm -hmm. This is definitely a time where we kind of need to come together as a society and as a race to protect everyone because just because you may not be as in trouble as someone else doesn't mean that other people are in as trouble as you are this the idea of altruism you just need to look out for everyone not because you'll get something out of it but just because it's helpful for everyone all right we're gonna, we're gonna try and end on a positive note here do you think anything good will come out of this pandemic after we it kind of settles down as you said flatten the curve or do you think it will just be known as another disease, like you said, swine flu or Ebola or something like that? Um, I think that if we take the precautions that we have to, if we stick together as a society, you know, I, as much as the media exploits all of the bad things happening with this, there still are good things that come out of this, like the praise for the doctors and nurses that are helping us every day and the essential workers mm -hmm. that go to work every day and risk their lives and the people around them, they are doing something that's great and they're helping so many people. And um, I think that if we can band together and support each other and support the people around us that are helping us every day, I think that will show how positive we are as a society. Mm -hmm. Um, while I do think it'll be something that is in history books, I don't think it'll all be as bad as other things are. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you very much for taking time out of your day for me to talk to you. Um, I hope your family is safe. I hope uh, the whole situation with the grandma gets better. I would like to thank everyone for coming out and listening to the first episode of Corona Quandaries. I hope you enjoyed I'm Tony Mastercola, and stay safe out there.